Welcome to Hitcher Stowe's Outdoor Patio Solutions Sports Weekly. Randy Fudge here with Michael Sprunger again. And we want to start out by thanking all of our sponsors, Adams Woodcrest, Adams Memorial Hospital, Dr. Harshman's Vision Center, Decatur Hardware and Rental, Graber Insurance, Craigville Appliance, Mind's Eye Graphics, and our only lead sponsor for the last 20 years, Hitzer Stoves. Tonight on our Dr. Harshman's Adams County Vision Center, our special guests are going to be the three winning coaches from last night in Adams County. First-year coach, Mr. Josh Hendrickson of South Adams Starfire Boys. Second-year coach at Adams Central Girls, Mr. Doug Curtis. And 19 years behind the helm at Adams Central, Mr. Aaron McClure. And we'll be right back with those three guests and the Week in Review after these messages. Make your home more comfortable during this winter weather. A new gas fireplace or existing fireplace remodeled by Hitzer will surely make your fireplace the comfort center of your home. Contact the professionals at Hitzer to talk about gas, wood, and anthracite fireplace options. Want to update the old brick fireplace that you've always had? Stop by Hitzer to see barred beam mantles, custom wood mantles, or stone veneer finishes. Hitzer, your local fireplace design and patio experts. 269 East Main Street in Bern. Here's some straight talk about insurance from auto owners. You may think eliminating the middleman will save you money. When it comes to insurance, you eliminate a lot more. Like the personal service that comes from dealing with a local agent. Someone who lives in your community, who knows you and your insurance needs, and will be there for you when you need them. For the best rates and coverage, call your local independent auto owner's agent. See me, Mark, Toby, or Barb at Graeber Insurance, Highway 27 North in Burn and North 13th Street in Decatur. Do you know all of the services provided at Decatur Hardware and Rental in the Decatur Plaza? We fill propane grill tanks, test pool water, custom mixed paint, cut keys, ship UPS packages, cut glass and plexiglass, we rent tents, tables, and chairs, we rent trenchers, a skid loader, tractor, stump grinder, sod cutter, and so many more items. Hardware, plumbing, electrical, or paint. Let Decatur Hardware and Rental make your project much easier to complete. Decatur Hardware and Rental and the Decatur Plaza. Family owned in the same location since 1972. You'll find a full range of orthopedic care close to home at Adams Memorial Hospital with Dr. David Coates and PA Aaron Whitman demonstrating superior results relative to patient safety and experience. Dr. Coates and his team offer a full range of orthopedic procedures and treatment options for adults and pediatric patients with outstanding outcomes and low complication and infection rates. And individualized patient-centered care results in high patient satisfaction. Call 728-3900 to schedule. Adams Memorial. Experience ortho excellence. Welcome back to Hitcher Stowe's Fireplaces and Outdoor Patio Solutions Sports Weekly. We're here tonight and we're going to discuss uh, the ACAC tournament, 97th annual boys tournament, and 46th girls tournament. We're going to talk to three coaches here in just a second. But here, first of all, is your Adams Memorial Hospital week in review. On Wednesday, January 8th, in girls basketball, it was Belmont 63, South Adams 15. Boys basketball, it was Central Noble 57, Bluffton 52 in overtime. Thursday night in girls basketball, it was Norwell defeating East Noble. In wrestling, it was Belmont 46, Huntington North 21. On Friday night, girls basketball, it was Heritage 54, Adam Central 50 in overtime. And we'll have Coach Curtis give us a brief uh, outlook on that game that took place. Belmont 40, Columbia City 31, Jay County 40, Bluffton 24, and Norwell 75, Leo 29. 
on Saturday, January 11th, boys basketball. Adams Central 41, Jay County 25, Columbia City 57, Belmont 44, Bluffton 54, Woodland 40, Norwell 50, Leo 45, Heritage 49, Southern Wells 37. In boys and girls swimming at the Jay County Invitational, taking second place was Bluffton, and Bluffton took fifth place in the girls. In girls wrestling on Friday night, Belmont came in second place as a team and claiming individual championship at 126 pounds was Andrea Hernandez and claiming second place at 138 pounds was Trinity Coyne. The state finals are being held this Friday night and Hernandez is the number one seed and Coyne is the number two seed overall. Bluffton and South Adams participated in the New Haven Invitational on Saturday. Bluffton came in second place, and South Adams placed sixth. Place winners for South Adams were Christian Somerset claiming the championship and three second-place finishes by Silas Loshi, Michael Rupp, and A.J. Dole. Boys and girls swimming, Adams Central against Fort Wayne Northside. The boys, Adams Central 140, Northside 59, Canterbury 50. And girls, Adams Central 116, Canterbury 115, and Northside 57. Tuesday night in ACAC basketball action. First for the boys, it was Adam Central claiming a 43-32 victory over Heritage. Woodland beat Woodland, Woodland beat Jay County 59-38, and South Adams claimed an exciting 46-44 victory over Bluffton. In girls' action, Adam Central 50, Heritage 27, getting back at that loss that they had on Friday night. Woodland defeated Jay County 36-25, to and Bluffton's girls beat South Adams 45-31. to In boys and girls swimming, it was Belmont at South Adams, and South Adams claimed a 126-58 to victory in the boys' competition. And in Norwell versus DeKalb, uh, Norwell was victorious in both the boys and girls. Boys 146-59, to girls 135-40. to Girls basketball, it was Belmont 60, Fort Wayne North 13. In boys basketball, it was Norwell 68, Wayne 45. And in wrestling, it was Norwell 57, Leo 23. That is your Adams Memorial Hospital Week in Review. And we're going to jump right into our Dr. Harshman's Adams County Vision Center special guest segment with our coaches, Josh Hendrickson, Aaron McClure, and Doug Curtis. So welcome to the show, fellas. How you doing? <laughs> Thanks, Randy. Appreciate being here. Good to see you. Okay. Well, I got this. I got this idea last night. I was up watching the the games at Adam Central last night after my meeting in Decatur, and I said, "Well, let's try to get the coaches on the show tomorrow night because Michael and I were just going to shoot the breeze." And I got back to Burn, and the end of your game, Josh, was just just ending. I thought, "Well, I don't have this guy's phone number. I'm going to have to send him an email or call the school in the morning." So I called first thing in the morning, and you called back, and here we are, the three winning coaches from last night. You're all smiling right now. Yeah, that's kind of what happens when you win, I think, and put a smile on your face. <laughs> okay, good, good, good. So, Josh, you got the microphone. We're going to start with you, and we're going to ask the same question to all three of you to start out. Give us basically, not, first, not a question, it's a comment. Give us a brief, brief scenario of your ball game last night and a couple things that you thought your team did really well. Uh, I thought we had some um, very consistent effort on the defensive end. Um, we mixed it up a little bit on them with some man and um, one three one, and I think we were able to give them some problems with our um, one three one with our length. And I think we have a little bit of athleticism. Then 
our man defense, we got um, kind of hurt by the Hayden Nern kid um, early in the season. We played him first game. He got us for like 20, made some changes there, um, put James Arnold on him last night. And um, James, you know, did a great job on Nern, um, held him to eight last night. So I did, the team defense and the rebounding is what I was um, impressed with most. Um, we still didn't shoot the ball well. I think we're still trying to improve as a team offensively and making shots. But um, we were able to hang our hat on some defense and rebounding last night. Okay. Aaron, you're next. Yeah, nice, nice win for us last night over Heritage. And, again, obviously when you're in a tournament, the name of the game is to, to win and then move on, and we're able to do that. Uh, probably the biggest thing I was pleased in with the game last night, obviously we held them to 32 points, and, and they're not a team this year, Heritage, that is known for their offensive firepower, maybe like they were last year. But you hold a team to 32, and that's pretty good, especially coming off our Jay County game where we only gave up 25. So I uh, felt good about that. But probably the biggest thing I was pleased, we got off to a really good start in the game. And just a couple swing plays. We went through a drought in the third quarter, had some had some bad turnovers. Uh, we gave them some easy scoring opportunities as a result of that. Uh, and they actually took a, a one-point lead after we'd been up, I think, as much as nine, maybe close to ten points early in the ball game. And uh, I really felt like we kept our composure at that point. And, uh, you know, at that point it could have been easy to panic. They were on like a ten-to-two run. and But I really felt we, we – we, did a nice job not getting out of control, not forcing silly things at that point. Ended up knocking down a couple threes. Nick New and Schwander uh, had, a, had a steal and a layup. So we went on an 8-0 run. That was a key steal yeah. and layup. Yeah, that was really big. And, and I just thought that right there we had a couple guys step up and make some plays. And, you know, the name of the game in a close game, you got to make plays. And we had some guys that made them uh, when it would have been easy to go the other way based on how we've been playing. So I liked how we kept our composure. Okay. Doug? A uh, couple things that I was real happy with. Number one, I was exceptionally proud of the way they came out and played after uh, giving the game to them the Friday before. And, and, and give, giving giving was the right – Yeah, silver platter, here you go. And, uh, you know, so you could have a loss hangover there and, and not be ready to go and still be worrying about that game. Or, or you come out and get down to business and get a lead again like we did on Friday and, and then do a better job. And so I'm really proud of the way they came out and did that, shot the ball really well early, got off to a really good lead. And then, obviously, we cut their offensive production in half from 54 to 27. So, yeah, defensively, I, we did a lot better job. I didn't check. How many points did the Dawson girl finish up she with? She ended up with 11 instead of 29 or whatever she had the first time. So, so she's averaging 20. Yeah, yeah. Still so pretty good average. <laughs> got to her quicker, a lot quicker this time. So Yeah. You mentioned your shooting. Uh, I just barely got in the gym last night, and the announcer's going crazy with a three. And I was sitting with a friend of mine who was scouting last night, for uh, Earlham College, and uh, boom, 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 like four threes in a row. And uh, your daughter, you can you can talk about your daughter a little bit. She ends up hitting six threes last night. Yeah, I mean, she's uh, struggled this year compared to last year percentage-wise. She's probably close to making the same number of threes, but she was shot the ball over 40% from the three-point line last year, and we've struggled to uh, be pretty consistent shooting the ball with her doing that. And, you know, it's not been a – it's not a mechanical issue. She's making them all the time in practice. It's just been a – I think she's got a lot more on her shoulders carrying the team and doing what she's supposed to be doing with all her jobs. And uh, last year, Brooklyn Sawway was an experienced guard. McKenna didn't have to do quite so much there. Um, and uh, we're getting a lot more comfortable at that other guard spot. And uh, Carly Black's starting to play really well. And that maybe took a little pressure off McKenna. And 
uh, yeah, she shot the ball really well last night, which helped spread the floor for us. Okay, so you're playing Southern Wells on Friday night, and it's a team you've already played, you've already beaten. What do you what do you say to your girls now as they uh, they were maybe the underdog last night because they lost last Friday. Now they're the favorite. You know, what do you say to your girls to make sure they're prepared for Friday night? Well, you know, we spend a lot of time on uh, the best player. In girls basketball, if you can stop the best players on the other team and really handle the best players, you're going to be in pretty good shape as long as you take care of your business and do your thing. So uh, we got a little challenge. We gave up 30-plus to one of their players in the uh, 55 we gave up to Southern Wells the last time we played them. So, number one, we didn't play very good defense against and who, them. Who was that? Uh, Georgia. I don't know how you say her last name. Okay. It begins with an H, but Georgia, their best player. Um, but she had 30 – I think it was 31 in that game of their 55. So uh, we didn't do a very good job on her. We didn't do a very good job defensively the whole game. That was around Thanksgiving. We gave up 55. So pretty easy to get locked in on what we're going to have to improve on to, to do a good job. Give us a couple keys to the game against Southern Wells. Well, she did She did a couple things on us that we're going to have to do a better job of. And we, we ran this defense Friday against Heritage. And we ran it again last night to clog the lane up a little bit for drivers coming between our guard forward spot. Everybody knows we're going to play zone. So uh, we got to cover some spots up. we got to clog the middle a little bit better than we do. So we, we put in some options. So we got some other options going in there defensively to change things up, make the other coaches not have to just play against our 2-3 the whole time. So that will be one of the keys. And then – Offensively, you saw we uh, post-passing dramatically improved from Friday to last night, so that was good. We got to keep working on that. Okay, Aaron, you've you've played Southern Wells already, also. I believe it was your first game of the year, and came out on top. What's uh, what do you say to your guys now? Are they going to have? Are they going to? Th- do you fear your guys will be overconfident at all? No, I, I don't think they'll be overconfident. You know, that first game we played them, it was our first game of the year. We're coming off with a lot of several of our guys, uh, Ben Vorl being one of the main ones there. It only actually practiced basketball about five or six times. So uh, we got off to a rough start in that game. Thankfully, we, we had a really good uh, second half, as sometimes happens early in the year. You can be really on, and then sometimes if you play well, you can say, hey, it's because we're fresh. We're not tired out and playing games already. And if you don't play well, you say it's because you, you, know, you were still playing football. So you can <laughs> tweak that data however you want to make it to, to your benefit. And we obviously know that's uh, – uh, just a, what, a bunch of whatever you want to call it, but uh, um, you know, I, I think a key thing for our guys, and you know, we and we try to we try to tell them straight up every game. You know, we went up to play Fort Wayne Blackhawk. We didn't feed them some spiel about uh, hey, now if we do this and this and this, we ought to win the ball game. It's hey, if we do this and this and this, maybe we can be in the ball game at halftime. And then if you can find a way to maybe be within 10 points at halftime, maybe you can find a way to keep it within 12 going into the fourth quarter. And maybe they'll miss a few front ends of front and one, front ends of one and ones, and you'll hit a bunch of threes and you give yourself a chance. But you, you know that's going to be an extremely tall task. You know, Friday night's a ball game. We have a great chance to win. Um, and, and our kids know that. And I think it's a game Southern Wells ought to feel pretty confident about coming into because they played us pretty tough the first time. So it's one of those games where you don't – I don't worry too much about overconfidence or underconfidence just as much as we need to take care of business you know even even last night before the ball game uh, as Doug just mentioned our girls team uh, you know I've seen most of their games this year and they probably shot the ball as well last night as a team not only McKenna but they had some other girls hit some threes last night if you shoot the ball like that it doesn't matter what you do in any other phase of the game you're going to win Um, you know that and that's why you're going to win by 25 they could probably play heritage another 20 times and not beat them that bad they might beat them 25 times in I don't know, but they might not beat them 25 
points just because they shot the ball so well. So if we come out Friday night and, and make 10 threes, 11 threes, we're going to win the ball game. There, there's no question because I know we'll play hard enough on the defensive end uh, that that'll get it done. But the question's not what do we do if we hit 11 threes. The question's going to be if we go two for 13 right. out on the perimeter, can we still win the ball well, game? The old, How do you – the old adage there, Aaron, you you live by the three and you die by the right. three. So and you know, and you can you can twist that a little bit. You're if you're if you don't want to live and die by that, but you're hopefully your defense is what's gonna be there every game. And that, that's an old cliche, but if you play good defense, and I think that's a key for us, the biggest key Friday night is we have to be really, really good on the defensive end. Uh, we let the Roush kid catch the ball too much in the middle of the first half, first time we played him. Uh, so if we can play good defense, even if we don't have a great shooting night, uh, we ought to have a great chance to win the game. And Southern Wells can say the same thing. You know, we're not uh, a team this year that's been putting up a ton of points. Uh, so Southern Wells, I'm sure uh, Coach Penrod's preaching the same thing to his kids. You guys give a great defensive effort, and you'll have a chance to keep yourselves in the ball game. You just got to try to find a way to score enough points to win. Okay, Josh, let's talk about your ball game because I, I don't think you've played Woodland yet this year. No, we have not. And uh, Woodland is, uh, I believe, in first place in the conference right now. Uh, I think. Second. Denver Bluffton, yeah. Oh, Bluffton just beat Woodland. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And uh, what what concerns do you have about Bluffton? Uh, I mean, about, excuse me, about Woodland. Woodland. Um, well, obviously, you got to start with the Reedy kid. I mean, he's you know six seven, can do some things on the perimeter and down low. Um, they've got some guys who are capable shooters. Um, kid named Mendenhall and a kid named Han. I mean, I you know I think they have a lot of guys that can hurt you um, to start with. So. Um, we're going to have to try to key on the Reedy kid. I They don't have any stats on Max Preps, but I think he's averaging them probably around 20 a game. You know, he's a nice player, so we're going to have to try to key on him a little bit and then make sure we get out on the shooters. Um, we've got some guys on our team, I think, who haven't really um, shot the ball great to this point in the season, but I think they have some guys that are capable. So I don't want to, you know, get them on a streak and get them hot by not getting out on shooters. So find shooters and find Reedy is going to be the first thing. Well, you get to play them at home. Yeah. So you have the comfort of the stardom there behind you. And, it's been uh, a while. Since hopefully you'll have a big crowd there to yeah. to cheer you on. Um, what do you say to your guys in preparation? Um, you know, I, I I talked to them, you know, last night, and I told them, you know, a, we have a heck of an opportunity in front of us. I kind of, you know, feel like the ACAC is one that's um, really up for grabs this year. I mean, I think there's a lot of teams in our conference that can win the conference. Obviously, there's only four left now, but it wouldn't surprise me, you know, in the least if any of those teams won it. I mean, I think I think there's a lot of teams capable. So I just talked to them about opportunity, not letting these opportunities pass you by. I mean, we have an opportunity to play at home, and then obviously if we could get past that, the championship games at home. So I just, you know, talk about staying locked in, what we need to do, you know, to continue our run in this tournament to play on Saturday. Uh, make sure we have 32 minutes of defense. Sometimes I think we maybe falter a little bit, take a few plays off here and there, and I think that lost us a couple games, like like the north side game where we had a 10-point lead up there at Fort Wayne, and we um, kind of took a break on a couple possessions and let them back in and beat us. So we're just concentrating on playing 32 minutes and that 32 minutes on the defensive end. And kind of like Coach McClure said, you know, if, if we make a few shots, make a few threes, great, you know, probably have a great chance to win the game. But what if we don't make those shots? You know, we have to be locked in for 32 minutes defensively, and that's what we've really been focusing on all year. And who made, who made the quote, offense wins games, defense wins championships? So uh, all three coaches talking about defense here. 
But uh, we're on the Dr. Harshman's Vision Center special guest segment with coaches Josh Hendrickson, Aaron McClure, and Doug Curtis. And we'll be right back after these messages. We're here at Craigville Appliance. If you didn't get that gift you wanted, come into Craigville Appliance with that Christmas cash and get the practical gift that you can use every day. What other gifts can you say that you use every single day? Come and get a brand new refrigerator, a scratch and dent, a factory blend, whatever you want to get. We've got the variety. We've got the brands that you trust. We've got the service that backs it up. We deliver. We install. We've got financing. Whatever you want to do. Get a washer and dryer. Come in and get the brands you trust. Speed Queen, Whirlpool, Maytag, LG. We've got great selection. We've got take with inventory if you want to take it home make mom happy. Come into Craigville Appliance or check us out on our web cappliance.com. That's season cap. Appliance.com. Your sight is precious. Your eye care professional invaluable. Dr. Alan Harshman's Adams County Vision Center is conveniently located at 815 South 13th Street at Indicator. Dr. Harshman's experience combined with state-of-the-art technology assures you the finest eye care available. Dr. Harshman's Adams County Vision Center offers the latest in contact lenses and frames. Dr. Harshman and his staff look forward to seeing you for all your eye care needs. Call 724-4111. Welcome home. A new chapter doesn't mean you have to rewrite your entire life story. It only means you're ready to move forward into a lifestyle that's tailored to your needs and ambitions. At Adams Woodcrest, they go to great lengths to make your transition to a new and exciting lifestyle easy and carefree. Choose from one or two bedroom villas or apartments. Call or visit today. Adams Woodcrest, 1300 Mercer Avenue in Decatur. Member Adams Health Network. Our dedicated professional staff can move your sorta idea into print reality. Hi, this is Greg Kitson from Mind's Eye Graphics at 1019 West Commerce Drive, Decatur. And I know how sometimes you know what your screen printing should look like, but well, how do you get that image on a shirt or a blanket or a towel? Here at Mind's Eye Graphics, we make your idea real. Stop and talk to one of our staff because if you can see it in your mind's eye, we can print it. Welcome back to Hitcher Stoves, Fireplaces, and Outdoor Patio Solutions. We're here talking ACAC basketball action tonight with three coaches from Adams County that all led their teams to victory last night. I should say coached their teams to victory. They didn't do anything. Their players did, did, did the, the playing. But uh, they get the, uh, the W on their slate just as well as their, as their kids do. And, uh, Josh, you got the microphone in your hand there, so you get to, you get to start the next question. I guess what I want to know is – is there a difference coaching in a tournament game compared to a regular season game? Well, um, I think kind of depends on um, if you've played the team previously in the season. I mean, I, obviously that changed it for us um, that we've played Bluffton before, which obviously we get into sectional. You could um, play a team. Um, you could play a team that you've played previously in the season. And also, I just – I think coaching-wise, obviously this is my first year at South Adams um, this tournament, but I really um, slimmed down the, the rotation in these tournament games. I really only went about six deep last night where I have been going about eight. So um, kind of slimmed down the rotation, you know, if guys aren't in foul trouble. Um, I noticed I'm you had three guys up. with four fouls there at the end. We, we, we did. We did. We, we, were, we, didn't, we did not want overtime, that's for sure. So, but yeah, I just um, we kind of slimmed down the rotation. I mean, I I did a lot of things. I mean, coaching wise, that I do during the season, probably just didn't play as many people. Okay, Aaron, what about you? You're the veteran coach here. 
Well, I, you know, yeah, veteran uh, <laughs> at least in years of the same spot. Coach Curtis probably has me on total number of years. But, uh, um, uh, you know, you, you look at a tournament and uh, obviously it's a – you. You win or you're or you're done. Uh, we were joking before the game a little bit last night with a couple of our our freshmen. I looked at one of the freshmen. I stand. You understand if we score one more point than they do, we'll get to play Friday night instead of Saturday morning. And he kind of looked at me. I said, No, really. If we if we score more points, it's a guarantee we we're going to win. And uh, obviously, <laughs> we're being a little sarcastic with that. But uh, but that is what what you got to do. And you look. So you have your any ACAC game, a sectional game. You have a little different atmosphere. And you look. In the course of your regular season, when you, I mean every game's big, you're trying to win every game. But there's certain games, you know, early in the year it's your, a conference game. Then if you manage to, you know, and so right now for us at two and one in the conference, Bluffton's the only undefeated team left in the conference at three and zero, and South Adams beat them last night. So so we have a very very big game with Bluffton next Friday night that'll be every big as bit as big as this tournament game because it's got winning the conference implications yet and if we can win that one then it'll make the South Adams game at the end of the year a very very big game other than just being the South Adams game that's a big game for both of us anyway so and you get to so the game I, at home yeah uh, yeah it's the Friday night yeah the Boston game. game yeah we'll be at home so so you have that atmosphere just a little bit big game atmosphere uh, I can remember it's been years ago but I chance to go to some Notre Dame football games occasionally in Notre Dame I need one year in Notre Dame football you know they had a they had a on their tickets they printed so. Notre Dame where every game is a big game and you know Notre Dame you know and and that to some extent that's true for everybody but tournament games and conference games that mean something to win something uh as far as a tournament, a championship, just are become a little bit bigger game. So I think everybody gets ramped up for that. And uh, we talked to the kids last night before the game, and Ken Lucas Vandewig, he's a, a senior this year, but um, we, we've been fortunate the last couple of years we've advanced in the tournament uh, beyond the beyond the first round, haven't had to play a consolation game. But three years ago, and Lucas is a freshman, uh, and we had to play a consolation game on Saturday morning. We had a senior that year that showed up sick. Uh, so at some point I threw Lucas in the game, and it was coming out of a timeout. I put him in the game and as I'm looking around the huddle talking I kind of just took my hand and I kind of patted him on the chest and said you understand what you're doing when I hit his chest I felt his heart was just absolutely <laughs> hammering hammering where you think the poor kid was going to have a heart attack and that was kind of a neat moment because it just reminded me as a at that point you know my 16th 17th year as a head coach how much this game means to these kids and this was to some extent a meaningless Saturday morning uh, consolation game and the game meant something because you're trying to win the game uh, but it wasn't we're not playing to win the tournament tonight where you would maybe expect some of those nerves but he was he was really nervous and uh, you know I just reminded him last night how far he's come how many games he's played since then but that's just a good reminder that uh, especially for a young kid getting their first taste of a, a sectional or a, a conference tournament there's a there's some pressure on it and you feel that a little bit now you can use the same speech to your freshman again because Correct me if I'm wrong, but the loser of your game Friday night has to play on Saturday. You know, that's, that is that is true. Uh, with that bye game, everybody's guaranteed two games. So we were in a position where by winning last night, we're guaranteed three games. three games either way. So it's either we have a morning trip to Bluffton or Saturday night to trip to South Adams. So, yeah, so maybe we'll use that. We, uh, we think we know which one you'd spiel. like to make. Yeah, yeah that's uh, yeah. probably a given. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, Doug, same questions. Uh, you know, our, our situation, I, I'm pretty laid back coach. I'm not a rah, rah coach. My kids are, 
Oh, no, you know, I've seen you get teed up. Well, that's during the game. I'm talking about before <laughs> the game. Not very raw-raw. They need to be self-motivated. They need to want to go out there and execute, and they need to do what they're supposed to do. And so, you know, Canterbury for us is no different than last night's game, and it's going to be no different than the sectional championship game if we get in there. And, you know, that type of a mindset and making your kids follow that type of a mindset gets them from being too nervous and, you know, no, no game's bigger than the next game. And then in the next breath, what we talk about is this is practice for sectional every time you get in tournaments like this. So, you know, we went down to Union City and you get a chance to play three games and win a tournament and you get to play two games in one day, which is like a re- regional preparation, you know. The the ACAC, here we go, day, day by day, just like a sectional preparation. So, you know, we, we do both. We talk to them about both those things. But, um, you know, we try to – we try to not make it any bigger than the next game. I, last night's game was pretty big. There was a lot of revenge factor going into last night's game. So that was a little bit different maybe. Yeah, I can say this on, on the air, and I'm not a teacher, so I can say this as well. I appreciate the fact that three games in a row I went to games at Adam Central. Last Friday, Saturday, and last night, and the band was at every game. But they broke my heart again last night. They left at halftime. <laughs> yep. Come on. You stay for the whole game and you go to every game. The kids told me, I said, why can't you stay? And they said, well, we have school tomorrow. And they all came back in to watch the rest of the game. So anyway, we're going to go to some commercial breaks and we'll be right back. Make your home more comfortable during this winter weather. A new gas fireplace or existing fireplace remodeled by Hitzer will surely make your fireplace the comfort center of your home. Contact the professionals at Hitzer to talk about gas, wood, and anthracite fireplace options. Want to update the old brick fireplace that you've always had? Stop by Hitzer to see barred beam mantles, custom wood mantles, or stone veneer finishes. Hitzer, your local fireplace design and patio experts. 269 East Main Street in Bern. Here's some straight talk about insurance from auto owners. You may think eliminating the middleman will save you money. When it comes to insurance, you eliminate a lot more. Like the personal service that comes from dealing with a local agent. Someone who lives in your community, who knows you and your insurance needs, and will be there for you when you need them. For the best rates and coverage, call your local independent auto owner's agent. See Mark, Toby, or Barb at Graver Insurance, Highway 27 North in Burn and North 13th Street in Decatur. Do you know all of the services provided at Decatur Hardware and Rental in the Decatur Plaza? We fill propane grill tanks, test pool water, custom mixed paint, cut keys, ship UPS packages, cut glass and plexiglass, we rent tents, tables, and chairs, we rent trenchers, a skid loader, tractor, stump grinder, sod cutter, and so many more items. Hardware, plumbing, electrical, or paint. Let Decatur Hardware and Rental make your project much easier to complete. Decatur Hardware and Rental and the Decatur Plaza. Family owned in the same location since 1972. Adams Health Network offers rehabilitation in three locations to better serve you with physical therapy, occupational therapy, speech therapy, and comprehensive orthopedic therapy all under one roof. At Adams Memorial Hospital, 1100 Mercer Avenue in Decatur, the Burnout Patient Clinic in the Swiss Village Complex, and Adams Heritage, 12011 Whittern Road in Monroeville. Call Adams Memorial and get your independence back as quickly and safely as possible. Adams Health Network, exceptional care, close to you. Welcome back to Hitcher Stowe's Fireplaces and Outdoor Patio Solutions. We're here talking with ACAC coaches Doug Curtis, Aaron McClure, and Josh Hendrickson. And we got time for maybe one or two more questions. But before that, Michael Sprunger is going to give us our weekend preview. 
Our weekend preview sponsored by Adam Memorial Hospital for tonight, Wednesday the 15th. It's boys basketball. Belmont heads up to Northrop. And girls basketball, Norwell faces off versus Bishop Dwinger. And wrestling, South Adams heads to Muncie Central. Uh, tomorrow, Thursday, girls basketball, it's Northrop versus Belmont. It's boys and girls swimming. It's Adam Central hosting Angola. Bluffton versus Marion and South Adams hosting Coldwater from Ohio. In wrestling, it's Adam Central at Delta. And Belmont at Snyder, Bluffton versus Cohen. In, in Wednesday or Friday, the 17th, it's boys basketball, Belmont versus Norwell, which has any eight implications. implications. Both teams are three and one. And well, I should say Norwell's three and one. But, uh, and tonight, I don't want to forget it's wrestling at the hangar. Well, is it in the hangar or is in it in the hangar? In the hangar, it's Belmont versus Adam Central. And it's going to be live on WZBD at around 645 after we're done here. Also, Friday night, Adams, there I almost said it again, Allen County Athletic Conference tournament action. For our guests, the last few weeks, I've been talking about the Adams County Athletic Conference, <laughs> and um, I just continue to spit that out. I guess maybe it's because our sponsors are Adams Memorial Hospital, Adams Woodcrest, and we live in Adams County. So, um, or maybe you know something we don't. I don't think it's that. So that being said, and the boys and girls, Adam Central uh, versus Southern Wells. Adam Central hosting those games at the Hangar Friday night. Girls will be playing first. It's at South Adams. It's Woodland versus Bluffton in the girls. And then South Adams will play the boys in the second game at the Stardome. Saturday, uh, boys basketball. There, I don't have any con- – well, we have, of course, the championship round. And uh, Saturday morning at Bluffton, it's Heritage versus Jay County and boys and girls in Constellation games. And then South Adams girls will take on either Adams Central or Southern Wells. And then the boys game is Bluffton versus Adams Central or Southern Wells. And then Saturday evening at the Stardome is the ACAC championship games, boys and girls. Then girls basketball, it's Belmont at Norwell. And boys and girls swimming, it's the Belmont and Norwell head up to the NE8 meet which actually is taking place at Norwell. This Adam Central Invitational that Adam Central is hosting on Saturday. So some big wrestling matches for the Jets this week. Uh, Bluffton heads up to Woodland. There's a Norwell and South Adams head up to the Garrett Invite. On Tuesday the 21st, it's Belmont at DeKalb for boys and girls swimming, along with Bluffton at Bishop DeWanger and Norwell versus Huntington North. In wrestling, it's Belmont at Carroll and Bluffton at Eastside. And that Belmont-Carroll match, if Belmont uh, can get the victory there, it'll be the first time in the history of Belmont wrestling that they finish the regular season undefeated. First time that they finish the undefeated regular season. Wow. If they beat beat Carroll. That's That's quite the stat when you think of the encyclopedia of Bluffton Belmont wrestling. Wow. We'll see what happens. Um, girls basketball, it's Belmont versus Fort Wayne Snyder. Norwell hosting Jay County. South Adams faces oh, Fort Recovery from Ohio. Southern Wells versus Westell. And Adams Central heads to Eastbrook. Yeah, I, I didn't mean to slight Fort Wayne Snyder there either because Belmont has to wrestle them too. But uh, it's prognosticated that Belmont will have a, quite an easy time against Snyder. But uh, that Carroll match is interesting. And I was talking to Rex Brewer and he said they've gone to Carroll before as the favorite, and they've come out of that gym uh, with a loss. So uh, it should be a really good match. 
And finishing out Tuesday the 21st, Adam Central heads up to Cherubusco in their first contest after uh, the ACAC tournament. And in wrestling on the 22nd, Norwell comes over to South Adams. And that is our Adams Memorial Hospital weekend preview. And just want to touch base on our conference standings. Um, in ACAC girls basketball, Woodlands 5-0, and Jay County 4-1, and Adams Central 3-3, three and three, South Adams 2-2. Two and two. And topping out the NE8 girls, you have four teams at 3-1, and one, Huntington North, Norwell, Belmont, Columbia City, then East Noble at 2-2. Two and two. In ACAC boys basketball, Bluffton with a big win over Woodland. They are 3-0, and oh, Woodland's 2-1. and one. Adams Central sitting at 2-1, and one, South Adams 1-1, one and, one, and Heritage at 1-1. One one. So ACAC boys still up in the air for the regular season championship. And NE8, boys basketball, Norwell, New Haven, Columbia City, all tied at 2-0. and oh. And then Leo, East Noble, 1-1, one and, one, and Belmont 0-2, oh and, and DeKalb 0-2, oh along with Huntington North. So that kind of wraps up uh, what the picture looks like in the conference. And uh, Randy, believe it or not, later this month, about 11 days from now, we'll be drawing girls sectional basketball. Yeah, where does the time go, right? So uh, I'm still waiting for winter. <laughs> winter can stay right where it is. My, I, I live with two women, a female wife and a female dog who both love snow. And uh, they look at me every day like, where's the snow? And I'm just smiling, but... They they want snow, so uh, I'm sure that winter will come. It may come in March when we're ready for, uh, yeah. But anyway, here's a question for you guys, you coaches. In fact, it might be our last question. And uh, for, before I ask you this, I just want to thank you for coming up tonight in our, our abbreviated show and wish all of you best of luck on Friday night. Uh, hopefully we can see all three of you coaching uh, Saturday night in the Stardome, and that would be a uh, – uh, a good thing to see. And it, Adams County people out there, come to the games. Pack the gyms. Come support these kids and their coaches and their hard work. And uh, especially with the nice weather. No snow to drive through. Okay, but Coach, I always wanted to ask you guys this question about officials. Okay, being a former official that I never did varsity ball games. I never wanted to. But uh, – as the home athletic director hires your home officials, I always tease my friends who are yelling at the referees at their home games, and I always look at them and I say the same thing. You guys hired them. But anyways, when it comes to a tournament, does it work the same way as the state tournament? Are they assigned by the state? Are they assigned by a certain association? Do you guys know? Do you guys care? Can you scratch people from the conference tournament like you can the state tournament? So, I think uh, Hershey is an assigner in our area, and I don't know if he assigns the tournaments, but he's an assigner in our area. Most most places now go to assigners, and an assigner is a official or a veteran official, and they have their group of people, and then they assign the the officials to the games. So there's nothing you can do to get somebody off your list for the for the. ACAC tournament. No, it's not like sectional where you have a, a potential scratch. They ha they have a list on there where um, they don't tell you anymore how many you can scratch. You used to be able to scratch ten, but and then they went through a stretch where you couldn't scratch anybody, and now there's a there's spots on there, but they don't tell you what the number is because I already did ours. So, um, okay. but yeah, we don't have anything. In so the how ACAC. many did you scratch? 
Well, you know what? The problem is you never know whether those guys are going to see that or not. So I'm really <laughs> careful who I scratch. <laughs> okay. Okay. The ones that I already know don't like me any more than I like them. I'll scratch them. <laughs> uh, I know in, in football back in the 80s, uh, there was a certain official that uh, – uh, our our coach at at AC he he would he would never allow to referee in Monroe but I noticed that he's been refereeing there the last couple of years. <laughs> Aaron, yeah, well, like he already said, uh, we we Craig Hershey does a great job assigning our officials for for boys and girls basketball. He does that for some other schools too. So um, you know we have a we have a few officials that. Uh, uh, that we have scratched from Adam Central that I that I tell Craig we don't need to have there and typically uh, that's not because of really uh, poor officiating but maybe sometimes you know just as coaches can sometimes have uh, become too engrossed in, in conversations with officials officials can sometimes become too engrossed with worrying about uh, coaches not uh, uh, arguing the ball game so we got we got a few guys that uh, that we just asked that you know maybe we don't hire them at our home games not very many and um, and uh, and most of the officials I you know I'm pleased to say I think as I've gotten older uh, the officiating seemed to have gotten a lot better and I, I don't know if it's the officiating's got better or if I've just come to understand that you've, you've uh, got a lot hey, mellower I've got a lot mellower over the years and uh, every call that goes against you is not a, a personal attack on your team or, any, or anything like that and you know I've just come to learn officials are gonna are gonna miss calls and uh, you know and it's sometimes uh, you know it's it's fun you know I, I enjoy officials so you can have a, a little bit of a, a bantering with throughout the game you know there's there's times you're gonna jump up and you just have a reaction to a call or whatever, but uh, I like it. Uh, uh, we had a guy officiating our game Saturday night, uh, Jeff Lytle, uh, who does his son happens to be a basketball player up at Dwanger, one of their star quarterbacks. And Jeff's a great guy, does a really good official. And but he's also I can't even remember exactly what the call he he, he had a call in the first half uh, that I thought he that I thought he missed, and uh, and he ran by, and I don't remember exactly what I said, but it was it was some of the ones I said, hey Jeff, I just want you to know I really think you blew that call, and he had some smart smart reply back not not a just in good good fun I mean I, I you know I was letting him know that I thought he missed a call but I was also trying to say it in a humorous way because I didn't want him to know I thought he missed a call and he he responds back something to say I'm going to give it right back to you a little bit but also probably a little bit of recognition hey maybe you're right and I'll work hard to get the next one and that that's what you want in officials you want guys you can talk to you want guys you can have fun with uh you know it's just not worth uh you know obviously there, there's going to be calls missed in every games I'm going to miss calls in games as far as maybe I should have called a timeout out maybe I should have ran a different play because we're human players right are, yeah players are going to make turnovers so you know it's a uh, it's a lot of fun and, and really for the most part um, about 99 percent of the time I'm pretty pleased with our officiating no replay in high school yet there is not and uh, you know what <laughs> and to some extent you know you look at some of that stuff and uh, and you know and that's another thing you know as, I, as I'm talking about officials you know part of being an official I know uh, one of my assistant coaches Kathy Fichter uh, coaches our, our freshman team and her son Cam uh, is, is an official former Adams Central basketball player played for me and he, he's worked his way up and does does a lot of pretty big games I know he had the Norwell Leo game on Saturday night and Kathy mentioned to me last night that uh, he called a, a charging foul on Geiger who's Norwell's best player late in the game and she said the Norwell crowd just really gave it to him and you know to some extent that's part of the fun and if yeah. you're an official you got to understand in that situation 
there is no right call because if you call a charge, Norwell's mad, and if you call a block, Leo's mad. And that and that's just part of being a good official is understanding that and not be taking it personally. Because uh, you know on that call, if somebody's one crowd's yelling at you, one coach is yelling at you, and the rest everybody thinks you're great. So uh, yeah. you know officials have to understand that, and then as coaches, we have to understand the same thing. They got to make that call, and I know I think uh, I got a good call, and we've got to the point where if I see us get away with something, I'll look at our bench and I'll say, hey. You notice we just had a big time travel they didn't call, so next time we get called for something we didn't do, don't whine. Right, uh, it exactly. Kinda, usually that kind of stuff evens itself out uh, in the course of a ball game. And, again, I, uh, I appreciate Craig and all the hard work he does to get good officials and, uh, and our, our officials in this area. And I, I know some places are having trouble finding officials. I just continue to be pleased uh, with the quality of officials we have here. And I would encourage uh, young kids uh, to get into that profession. It's a great way to make some extra money. You start your way down some of the lower levels and have to work your way up. Uh, but there's a lot of ball games taking place besides varsity basketball where it's a good experience for people to do. Josh, last question for you outside of the officials here. Well, first of all, does the South Adams have an assigner? It's Greg Hershey. Greg Hershey, too? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, same guy. Yeah. So, different question for you to end on from the other two guys. It's your first ACAC tournament. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. What about the, the, the 97th year, longest-running tournament in the state of Indiana besides the state tournament do your do your guys do they do they they know that do you tell them do you say hey you know what this is you know what's been going on oh yeah we, um, we went over some of that stuff a little bit um just the history of the tournament um obviously one thing we really went over it's been 27 years since South Adams won it so that's one of the history I you know like to bring up and the opportunity that we you know that we have in front of us being in this tournament and you know uh opportunity to play a couple games at home and not having won the thing in 27 years that's part of the history that I definitely brought up and I think they're probably getting sick and tired of me talking about 1993 so might as well go out and win it and so we can talk about 2020 is what I told them so I just we've been you talking about that a lot and you know in the 97 years of this tournament just you know how special of an opportunity it is to get to play in something like this um you know I mean it used to be a lot more fun I'm glad the um Stardom gets to host the championship, but the first couple of years when I was at South Adams Varsity Assistant, you know, we got to go up to the Coliseum for those round games, and I know that's, um, you know, went away for reasons that I'm, you know, I'm not really sure. Probably money, finance, I'm guessing. Well, we just but, need a, a rich benefactor right, to right. fund it, and we can have the tournament back to Coliseum. Right, right. So, so if there's anybody out there with, you know, a few thousand dollars that you'd like to invest right. in young people. right. Yeah. Well, partially one comment on that, though, for I think Josh would agree and I'd agree. If I could play South Adams at the Stardome or at the Coliseum, I'd play them at the Stardome or the Hangar in a minute over the Coliseum. It's kind of a neat experience to play there, but you want a good high school. It's hard to get a good high school basketball atmosphere in the Coliseum, which is at least a little bit of an addition to the financial just because of the, you know, Okay, off the air. You're you're just a youngster. I'll I'll talk to you about atmosphere in the Coliseum. <laughs> I, mean, I understand atmosphere in the Coliseum. I'm talking ACAC basketball with a thousand people in a ten thousand. Okay. Okay. Semi state with twelve thousand people in a ten thousand seater. I know the history there. I'm telling you ACAC history. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is always a fun Saturday night, like Coach McClure said. You always get a pretty good crowd there at Stardom. We haven't had the opportunity to. Playing one of the championship games to Stardome yet? I know I know Aaron has, but yeah, the the atmosphere is um you know it's pretty electric in there. You got you got four you got four fan bases um filling the gym you know with the two girls and the um 
obviously the two boys. So it, it makes for a fun evening of basketball, and it does make a great atmosphere. Well, I'd like to thank you guys again for coming up on the show. Appreciate your time. And uh, maybe later on after the season, I'm thinking of another show with getting a bunch of coaches up here and talking about rule changes and uh, maybe things you'd like to see changed, things you don't want to see changed. I've talking to people this this last week uh three-point line doesn't need to move be moved back shot clock shot clock um international rule where if you're in the front court you can't pass the ball in the back court you have you have to pass it in the front court things that are coming guys i just want to tell you that those things are all coming i don't know if they'll come in your lifetime or mine but eventually those things will be in high school basketball and i'm not saying they're good i'm not saying they're bad the same way I don't say that class basketball is good or class basketball is bad, but I'm old and I remember uh, I remember those twelve thousand people in the Coliseum for semi state, especially nineteen seventy six when we lost to the Marion Giants in overtime. And it broke our hearts and stomped on us. Northside? Northside. Yeah. I I remember nineteen ninety three playing at Marion. I covered South Adams in 1993. Kevin Minger doesn't remember the game. He was locked in a locker room. But uh, <laughs> anyways, that's for another story. Anyway, that's his story to tell. Coaches, thanks, anyways. thanks for tonight. And uh, thanks to all of our listeners. And thank you to our sponsors who make this show possible. And until next week, have a good week. So, I don't know.